Good Friday, everyone. Welcome to Locked On ACC. It is Friday, May 15th, 2020. Back for another episode. Looking ahead to college football this fall. Today, the Syracuse Orange. What does ESPN think of them? What does Vegas think of them? We'll find out in the next 30 minutes. What do you think of us? Let us know. Tweet us at Locked On ACC. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter individually. I am at Sports Matters. Also want to remind you that this program is brought to you by Built Bar. If you want to order some Built Bars, we'll talk more about that in the later part of the program. But go ahead and get an early start on it. Visit BuiltBar.com. Enter promo code LOCKEDON. You can get $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. By the way, completely apropos of nothing, I have the song... Angel in Blue by Jay Galsband stuck in my head, and if I could play it on the show, you would have it stuck in your head too. Anyway, on we move. Let's take a look at Syracuse, tell you about the Orange in 2019 before we move to 2020. The 2019 season for the Orange was, to put it kindly, a slog. Syracuse 5-7 and seven last year, 2-6 and six in the ACC, scored 339 points, gave up 368, just Kind of a lost year for the Orange, unfortunately. Tommy DeVito quarterbacking for them for most of the year. 213 of 337, 2,360 yards, 19 touchdowns, 5 picks. Clayton Welch also played some in relief. 36 completions and 68 attempts, 523 yards, 4 touchdowns, 2 picks. Mo Neal, the leading rusher last year for the Orange from nearby Gastonia, North Carolina, by the way. 170 rushes. 846 yards, 7 touchdowns. The next leading rushers, Jarvion Howard and Abdul Adams, had 337 and 336 yards, respectively. Each scored three times. Adams grabbed 15 passes for 141 yards. Speaking of receivers, Tristan Jackson, the main receiver for Syracuse last year, 66 grabs, 1,023 yards, 11 touchdowns. No other receiver for Syracuse had greater than six Aaron Hackett had those six, 23 grabs, 205 yards last year for the Orange. Take a quick look at the Orange depth chart, at least the one that we know. DeVito, the primary quarterback coming back, as you know, he had a good year last year, but he's not one of these guys who's going to open up the offense all that much. He's not a big arm guy. He does throw for decent yardage. He does throw for a decent completion percentage, but he's not a big play guy. Then again, That's not really a big play offense. That's not his main role. Adams and Howard, the running backs, will be back. Moneal graduated. Cameron Jordan, Nikeem Johnson, Taj Harris, your main receivers. Aaron Hackett, whom we mentioned a minute ago, your tight end. A lot of skill guys back for the Orange, but you kind of wonder, after last year, what can they do this year? The Orange will also look to break in a new punter this year. Andre Smith will be back as the kicker. Last year, 39 of 40 on extra points, 17 of 20 on field goals for the Orange. But punter Sterling Hoffrichter has moved on to the NFL, so Nolan Cooney will be the new punter for the Orange this year. So if we're going to break down what the Orange can do, we should likely move on to their schedule. We'll go ahead and do that right now. The Orange kick off the season Friday, September 4th in ACC play at Boston College. We'll remind you the Orange lost last year 58-27 to BC. Syracuse actually led this game after a quarter 
They trailed 10-7 following a David Bailey 29-yard run, but then Smith hit a 47-yarder, and Jackson hauled in a 26-yard throw from DeVito, made it 17-10 orange with 29 seconds in the first quarter, and then before Syracuse could really even blink, it was 51-20 after an A.J. Dillon run with 8.54 in the third quarter, and Syracuse kind of got, uh, got blindsided in that one. In that game, Syracuse 20 first downs. They ran 42 times for 159 yards. Meanwhile, BC ran 65 for 496 and five touchdowns. The Orange 25 of 36 passing, 289, three touchdowns, 448 total yards in that contest. Fumble twice, lost one. They were penalized six times for 53 yards. DeVito carried 16 times for 61 yards. Howard 10 for 33, Neal 6 for 26. Jackson grabbed eight passes for 148 yards and two touchdowns. Sean Riley, five grabs, 53 yards. Hackett caught two for 33 and a touchdown. But one good quarter of football and three not-so-good quarters of football in that game last year for the Orange. ESPN this year only lists Syracuse as a 24.3% favorite against BC, so another rough go, it appears, in Chestnut Hill this year for the Orange. Saturday, September 12th, Syracuse will continue on the road. They will travel to Rutgers, going to SHI Stadium in Piscataway. The two teams have played 40 times. Syracuse has won 27 of those with a tie mixed in. The last time they played was October 13th of 2012, when both were Big East foes. The Orange fell 23-15 in that contest. The last time Syracuse beat Rutgers was November 13th of 2010. The Orange securing a 13-10 result in that contest. Rutgers last year, 2-10, 0-9 in Big Ten play under Chris Ash. They allowed 440 points last year, scored 159. Knowing that, it's probably not all that great in terms of confidence when hearing that ESPN slates Syracuse as just a 38.6% favorite against that Rutgers team. Saturday, September 19th, the first home game for the Orange in newly renovated Carrier Dome, they will welcome the FCS Colgate Raiders. Colgate from the Patriot League, they were 4-8 and eight last year, 3-3 three and three in the Patriot League. Colgate played one FBS opponent last year, that being Air Force, and the Falcons whipped Colgate 48-7 in Colorado Springs. ESPN likes the Orange to do the same this year. 95.9% favorites are the Orange against the Raiders. And then Saturday, September 26th, Syracuse with its third road game in the first four. They'll travel to Waldo Stadium in Kalamazoo to take on Western Michigan. The Broncos last year, 7-6, in the MAC West. Syracuse beat them, though, 52-33 in last year's contest. The Orange jumped out to a 21-0 lead. Tommy DeVito, a 36-yard run to provide that margin. And then it was quickly 21-13. Syracuse then responded by scoring 10 unanswered points and were able to put away the Broncos in last year's contest. Syracuse, 25 first downs against Western Michigan, 47 carries, 258 yards, three touchdowns, 27 of 35 through the air, 287, four touchdowns, 545 yards of total offense for Syracuse against Western Michigan last year. Fumbled twice, lost both. They were whistled 11 times for 103 yards, which is somewhat unfortunate against a team that you should beat fairly handily. Neal last year, 26 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. DeVito, 9 for 85. Adams, 
toted the ball eight times for 31 yards last year. Tristan Jackson, six grabs, 141 yards, two touchdowns. Hackett, six for 48 and two touchdowns in a convincing orange victory. Although this year, ESPN, not so bullish on the orange's ability to get it done on the road. Syracuse only a 44.9% favorite to go to Kalamazoo and leave with a victory. So there's your first four-game stretch. They are as follows. Again, three on the road. Syracuse starting at BC Friday, September 4th. Then at Rutgers Saturday, September 12th. Colgate will visit Syracuse on September 19th before Syracuse hits the road again to go to Western Michigan Saturday, September 26th. So there's four games down. Eight more left to break down as we take a look at the 2020 Syracuse football season. Coming up in the next four, we have the Orange's homecoming game, a non-conference tilt, and one road game and one home game in the conference. All that and more right around the corner. This is Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. Hey, friends. Brian here to talk to you again about Built Bar and Memorial Day is approaching. And you know that when you go out for Memorial Day and you go to the beach, you want to look ripped for whomever that is that walks past you, that that good-looking guy, that good-looking girl, whatever else, and you want to draw their attention, even if it's from six feet or more away, what better way to do it than by eating healthy or starting to eat healthy, depending on where you are in your journey, by eating a Built Bar. If you're looking to get a snack that's going to be healthy and going to taste good, you might as well go for that Built Bar first. It has seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein than the Cliff Bar. How can you really go wrong in a case like that? And it's 100% pure chocolate that encases all of those bars they have available. So if you want to eat, like I mentioned, somewhat healthy, if you haven't been, or if you have been, if you want to continue down that path, do so with a Built Bar. You can do it using our promo code. If you go to BuiltBar.com, you can order whatever they have available in terms of what they've already packaged, or you can build your own bar box. Very simple. Just go to BuiltBar.com. Enter our promo code locked on. You can get $10 off your first order of anything at Built Bar. Also, you can follow them on Instagram. They are at I am built. That's the letters I am built or on Twitter at bar underscore built. So take advantage of this special offer. Again, visit builtbar.com. Use the promo code locked on. Get $10 off your first order through Built Bar. Carrying along on Locked On ACC, we are taking a look. At the 2020 Syracuse football schedule, I'm Brian Wilmer. Back into it for the Orange, Saturday, October 3rd, Louisville visits Syracuse. Last year, the Orange fell 56-34 to the Cardinals, and an interesting bit of trivia about the Orange last year. There were two games last year in which Syracuse's opponent scored 4 minutes and 31 seconds into the game, and the Orange never led. This was one of them. Last year, Louisville scored 431 into the game, the Orange never maintained the lead. Syracuse last year, 27 first downs. They ran 52 times for 261 yards, two touchdowns, 17 of 25 passing, 249, two more scores. They had 510 yards of total offense, fumbled once, lost it, whistled seven times for 44 yards. DeVito in that game, 14 of 21 passing, 153, two touchdowns. Welch, three of four, 96. Neal carried 20 times for 163 yards and a touchdown. Jarvion Howard also visited the paint. He carried 10 times for 33 yards. Just an unfortunate result for the Orange. Also, Taj Harris, I should mention, caught six passes for 58 yards. Aaron Hackett, two for 23 and a touchdown. Another rough result 
For the Orange this year, it appears ESPN likes them 15.5% of the time against Louisville. Syracuse off Saturday, October 10th, before the Liberty Flames come calling. The Flames, the FBS Independent, last year Syracuse beat them 24-0 in Lynchburg, Virginia. Liberty last year 8-5, went to the AutoNation Cure Bowl, beat Georgia Southern 23-16 in last year's game. Syracuse took the lead with a 45-yard Smith field goal with a minute 45 in the first quarter, and Liberty never scored, as you heard earlier. Syracuse, 17 first downs in that game, 44 carries, 192 yards, three touchdowns, 17 of 35 passing, 176, two picks, 368 yards of total offense against the Flames. It didn't matter as Liberty put up 234. Syracuse fumbled once, lost it. They were also penalized 10 times for 88 yards in that game. Moneal, 14 carries, 89 yards, a touchdown. Abdul Adams, 14 carries, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Also, Jarvion Howard, 9 touches, 32 yards, and a touchdown. The ball was spread out fairly evenly in that game. Sean Riley, 3 catches, 26 yards. Tristan Jackson, 3 snags, 21 yards. Nikeem Johnson, 3 for 7. And Taj Harris, 1 for 31. ESPN likes Syracuse 76.8% of the time against the visiting Flames. They lost a lot of talent from last year. They lost quarterback Buckshot Calvert. Lost receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden. Lost a back or two. Lost defensive lineman Jesse Lemonnier and so many more. That'll be a tough tilt for Liberty as they visit Syracuse. Saturday, October 24th, Syracuse returns to the ACC. They will travel to Clemson. Last year, Clemson whipped Syracuse 41-6. This was the second opponent where Clemson scored exactly 4 minutes and 31 seconds into the game, and Syracuse never led. Syracuse just 11 first downs in that game, 42 carries, 15 yards, 15 of 29 passing, 172 and a pick, 187 yards of total offense for Syracuse. Meanwhile, Clemson had 6-12 in that game. Also, Syracuse called for nine penalties for 85 yards and just a disastrous overall effort for the Orange. Tommy DeVito threw all but two passes. He was 15 of 27 for 172 and a pick. DeVito carried 15 times for minus 42 yards. Abdul Adams, 14 rushes, 34 yards. Mo Neal, 9 for 22. Neal was, however, the leading receiver, two catches, 67 yards. This is about as lopsided a game as you'll ever see in a conference game, in terms of favorites, at least. ESPN likes Syracuse to beat Clemson 0.8% of the time. Not even a percent. Yikes. Saturday, October 31st, homecoming in Syracuse as the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets pay a visit. These schools haven't played in a while. The last time Syracuse and Georgia Tech squared off was October 19th of 2013, and Syracuse would just as soon forget about that game. 56-0, the Ramblin' Wreck wrecked Syracuse in that contest. The only other two outings, also Georgia Tech wins. The Champ Sports Bowl in 2004, a 51-14 result, and the 2001 kickoff classic, a 13-7 Georgia Tech victory over the Orange. The last time the schools played in 2013, Syracuse just 10 first downs, ran 26 times for 75 yards. Georgia Tech, meanwhile, listen to this, 67 carries, 394 yards, and 7 touchdowns. Good grief. 
Syracuse 13 to 29 passing, 133, two picks, 208 yards of total offense, two fumbles, lost one, three turnovers in total, nine penalties, 91 yards. Georgia Tech, nothing. No penalties, no yards, obviously. ESPN, not really a fan of Georgia Tech in this game either. 37.4% are the orange to beat the Ramblin' Wreck. So there's the second four-game swing. Those games, quickly recapped. Saturday, October 3rd, Louisville at Syracuse. The Orange off Saturday, October 10th, before Liberty visits Saturday, October 17th. The Orange at Clemson Saturday, October 24th, before Georgia Tech visits for homecoming on Halloween. So now eight games down, four to go. And in the last segment, we will take a look at two schools from the Tar Heel State, one from the Florida Panhandle area, and one that's kind of a neighbor. That's next, right here on Locked on ACC. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. Time for more here on Locked on ACC. It is Friday, May 15th, 2020. I'm Brian Wilmer. We're taking a look at the 2020 Syracuse football schedule. We told you the first eight games now on to the final four, starting Saturday, November 7th at Wake Forest. The Orange last year beat the Demon Deacons 39-30 in a fairly back-and-forth game, for most of it at least. Syracuse led 17-3 just into the second quarter. Luke Benson grabbed a 29-yard touchdown pass, and then Wake gradually tore into that lead a bit. Cade Carney, a 19-yard run, cut it to 17-13. Then after a Smith 20-yard field goal, Donovan Green grabbed a 75-yard touchdown pass to draw the game level at 20. Syracuse took the lead again as Mo Neal ran for 13 yards, 27-20 orange, 8-29 to play in the game. Then a Kendall Hinton two-yard touchdown grab, Brought it back even again, 27 all with 4.12 to play. Smith hit a 49-yarder with 44 seconds, made it 30-27 Syracuse. Then Nick Skiba banged home a 43-yarder at the horn, made it 30-30, and Syracuse went on to get the 39-30 victory. In that game, Syracuse 24 first downs, 44 rushes, 180 yards, 23 of 39 passing, 261, two touchdowns, two picks, 441 yards of total offense, one fumble, which they lost. So three total turnovers, but again, a big time penalty number, 12 penalties, 122 yards, which you just can't get out of your own way in cases like that. Welch, 21 of 36 through the air, 234, two touchdowns, two picks. DeVito, two of three, 27 yards. Mo Neal, 20 totes, 98 yards and a touchdown. Jarvion Howard, 13 for 51 Welch carried nine times for 19 yards. Tristan Jackson pulled in 10 grabs for 111 yards and a score. Taj Harris, seven for 70 in the orange victory. ESPN doesn't foresee that happening again. Syracuse just a 28.3% favorite in Winston-Salem. Saturday, November 14th, Syracuse at NC State. The orange fell 16-10 to the pack last year. A game that NC State led 16-0 after a Christopher Dunn 23-yard field goal with 4.18 in the third quarter, Smith hit a 32-yarder. Jackson pulled in a two-yard touchdown from DeVito with three minutes straight to play, but Syracuse cannot get over that final hurdle, and NC State left with the six-point victory. The Orange, 21 first downs, carried 37 times for 41 yards, 29 of 39 passing 300 yards and a score. More penalties, 12 penalties, 59 yards for the Orange. DeVito, 15 carries, minus 15 yards, 
Mo Neal, 8 for 31. Abdul Adams, 7 for 17. And Jarvion Howard, 6 for 6. Tristan Jackson, 9 catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Sean Riley, 6 for 52. Mo Neal, 6 for 48 in last year's contest. ESPN actually likes Syracuse here, but not by a bunch. 51.1% the Orange are favored to beat NC State. Thursday, November 19th, Florida State will visit Syracuse. Last year, the Orange fell 35-17 to Florida State. That game, (laughs) Florida State kind of opened a can early and put it on Syracuse. It was 35-3 after a Kalen LeBourne two-yard touchdown with 224 left in the third quarter, but Syracuse came back, scored two late touchdowns on an Abdul Adams run and a Mo Neal run to at least make the game somewhat respectable. The Orange, 21 first downs, 51 rushes, 192 yards, two touchdowns, 20 of 33 passing, 151. They had 343 total yards, did the Orange. More penalties, though, 14 penalties, 107 yards for Syracuse. Neal, 20 carries, 74 yards, a touchdown. DeVito, 13 for 32. Abdul Adams, 11 for 56. And another score, Howard, 6 for 32. Tristan Jackson, the leading receiver, 5 catches, 57 yards. Howard, 4 for 24. Adams, 3 for 30. Neal, 3 for 10. Riley, 3 for 15. ESPN doesn't even like Syracuse one-fifth of the time. 19.8% are the Orange against Florida State. And Syracuse closes its regular season at Pittsburgh. Last year, Syracuse lost 27-20 in that game. Another game where Syracuse had to come back from a pretty significant margin. A Maurice French 14-yard grab made it 24-6 Panthers nearing the interval. Syracuse actually responded nicely in the second half. Taj Harris pulled in a 94-yard touchdown from Clayton Welch. Made it 24-13. Then Aaron Hackett, after Alex Kessman had hit a field goal for Pittsburgh, Aaron Hackett, a seven-yard grab, made it 27-20. But again, Syracuse couldn't close that final gap. 25 first downs for Pittsburgh last year against Syracuse's 20. The Orange ran 34 times for 51 yards. They were 19 of 44 passing, 277, two touchdowns, 328 yards of total offense, no turnovers, but nine penalties for 78 yards. In that game, Tommy DeVito, 11 of 23, passing 101. Clayton Welch, 8 of 20 for 176 and two touchdowns. And this year's listed backup quarterback, Rex Culpepper, threw a pass, but it was incomplete. Welch, 10 carries, 36 yards. DeVito, 9 for minus 32. Neal, 7 for 22. Taj Harris, 3 catches, 111 yards and a score, including that 94-yard grab. Nakeem Johnson, 3 for 47. Sean Riley, 5 for 32. Tristan Jackson also had 5 catches for 76 yards. ESPN gives Syracuse slightly better odds in this game, but not much better. 25.6 are the orange to get a victory against the Pittsburgh Panthers. So let's take one more quick spin through the schedule for Syracuse. They start the season Friday, September 4th at Boston College, then at Rutgers the following week, Saturday, September 12th. Colgate opens up Syracuse's home schedule Saturday, September 19th. Then Saturday, September 26th, Syracuse again hits the road. They will go to Western Michigan. Saturday, October 3rd, Louisville at Syracuse before an off day Saturday, October 10th. Liberty then visits Saturday, October 17th. Then at Clemson, October 24th, 
homecoming in Syracuse, Saturday, October 31st against Georgia Tech, then at Wake Forest, Saturday, November 7th, NC State starting a two-game homestand for Syracuse, November 14th, before Florida State visits Thursday, November 19th, and then Syracuse closes the regular season at Pittsburgh, Saturday, November 28th, if they somehow make the ACC championship game, no comment, they will play in Bank of America Stadium Saturday, December 5th. So now on to the projections for this year. Caesars lists Syracuse's over under at five and a half. Keep in mind, they won five games last year. ESPN doesn't even give them that much of a chance. ESPN lists Syracuse as a 3-9 and nine team going 1-7 and seven in the ACC. In fact, there are only four games where Syracuse has even a 40% chance of victory, according to ESPN. They start at BC 24.3%, at Rutgers 38.6%, Colgate 95.9%, at Western Michigan 44.9%, Louisville 15.5%, Liberty 76.8%, Clemson 0.8%, Georgia Tech 37.4, at Wake Forest 28.3, NC State 51.1, Florida State 19.8, Pittsburgh 25.6. I've got to say, looking at these games, I don't know where you can flip a lot of this. I know that Georgia Tech, like I said yesterday and and earlier on prior shows, a lot of people are bullish on Georgia Tech this year. I'm a little sketchy on them still. They should be good. I just don't know if they'll tend to be as good as people think. So if you think about it, only one of those games that Syracuse is projected to lose has them even at a 40% chance of winning, that being at Western Michigan. They might win that one. If they do, they finish 4-8 and eight if they follow according to everything else, and they finish 1-7 and seven in the ACC. In Dino Baber's fifth year at Syracuse, are you okay if they somehow go 4-8, and 1-7 and seven in the ACC? I mean, if that's the case, after this year, Dino Babers is 27-34 and 34 in five years at Syracuse. That's not ideal, especially not for that program. So some tough questions potentially for Syracuse after this year if this all holds. I don't even know if they beat NC State. ESPN likes them too, but I don't even know if they do. So if the worst case scenario happens and you don't beat NC State, and all you do is beat Colgate and Liberty, how do you get out of that? Doesn't look like a very optimal year ahead for Syracuse. So again, ESPN says 3-9, and 1-7 and seven in the ACC. I have them at maybe 4-8. and eight. Maybe. That's just a rough ride for the Orange. I mean, again, you've got to start asking questions. At what point do you see diminishing returns? So there's your look at Syracuse for 2020. We are now down to just three schools left to break down schedules for, and they will all take place next week. We will start Monday with our first of two straight trips to the Commonwealth, the Virginia Cavaliers on Monday's program, then Virginia Tech on Wednesday, then we wind it down with Wake Forest on Friday, taking you into the Memorial Day weekend. 99 days left until we kick off college football for the fall. That's the way we're looking at going ahead on this program. We are looking completely positively. We're staying optimistic. We are all ready, I think, for some football. You can tell by the way we're breaking down these schedules. We'll talk a lot more football this summer. Talk about anything else on your mind. If you want to share what's on your mind, please do tweet us. We are at LockedOnACC. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com, or you can tweet me individually. I am at Sports Matters. Again, your feedback is incredibly important, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, whatever else. Please share that with us. Please like, rate, follow, share, subscribe. Get the word out. 
We would love for more people to find out about this program. We'd love to know what you think. While you're doing all that, tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of Locked On NFL Draft. They're breaking down each individual draft class. So you can go back and hear about your favorite team, hear about what they got in this year's NFL Draft. Until Monday, have a safe weekend. Take care, everyone. Be kind. See you back here on Monday. I am Brian Wilmer. This has been Locked On ACC. Until Monday, take care.